This is Point of View with Chris Berg. Good evening and welcome to Point of View. I'm Chris Berg. Thank you so much for joining us here tonight. Coming up here in just a moment, Senator Kevin Kramer joined me earlier today on the radio show that we've been doing all week. So please stay with us for that. Just want to remind you and invite you to come and join us on the show. It's 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. on AM 1100, the flag here in the eastern part of North Dakota, western Minnesota. And then in western North Dakota, it's on KTGO 1090. We had an amazing show today. I asked the question, why do you think there's so much hesitation with vaccination in our nation right now? See how I'm rhyming there? (laughs) What's up with the vaccination hesitation in our nation right now? Unbelievable amount of phone calls that came in, a lot of different points of views. It was just a fascinating dialogue to be a part of. And thank you to all the people that were calling in and sharing their points of view with us. And I would invite you to do the same thing tonight. You know you can call into the show, email us, text us. And I'd love to know your thoughts on why do you feel there's such a vaccination hesitation in our nation? What's up with the vaccination hesitation situation? (laughs) See how I'm doing that? Those rhymes. (laughs) Anyways, we had a gentleman that called in from Canada, and he just gave a very interesting perspective because he's got no dog in this fight, right? So he just gave a very interesting perspective that we want to share with you here tonight. Two points I'd like to mention. One, I I want to applaud your station for having such a controversial uh, program on we couldn't do that up here okay thank you because i yeah. i i guess i'm just asking the question and we we see the numbers going down dramatically here and you suggest that this is controversial i'm, I'm just curious what what makes you say that or is it just that tight-lipped in canada right now well yes we're we're in canada we're under constant threat of uh having everything we say censored and watched and logged and uh I would say brutality is threatening people to be quiet. So that's why I appreciate mm. what you're doing on your radio station, which must be must be a privately owned radio station as far as I can ascertain. And uh, so I appreciate it. The other thing is I think I have an answer to your question. Uh, I'll, I'll ask you the question, and you, I want to know what your response is. Uh, do you believe you had fair elections? Oh, <laughs> Um, here's what I'll say. And I I was asked this yesterday. I I don't know if they were counted fairly or not. I think what I'm most disappointed is the fact that clearly, uh, there were state Supreme courts that usurped the legislative powers. And then the fact that the U S Supreme court did not review that. Well, in your two party system down there, you have people that are, are standing against a fair assessment based on a good evaluation by studying the past results and settling this once and once and for all and giving the nation some peace but members of both parties are against this happening so my question is to you then is if you have political parties that are that much against a fair evaluation or done on a good fair study of your election do you trust those politicians to tell you it's good to take a vaccination Thank you so much for calling in from Saskatchewan and sharing your point of view with us. Also, earlier today, I had a chance to visit with uh, Senator Kevin Kramer. Here's some of that conversation. Senator Kevin Kramer, probably the hardest working person in Washington, D.C. Senator Kramer, it's great to see you. 
No, it's good no, to, see, it's good you to see you too. Um, I'm not the hardest working person in Washington. Near as I can tell, that would be the person that issues vacation slips. Um, <laughs> they work really, really hard for people. <laughs> All right, Senator, we're having a phenomenal conversation this morning in regards to why right now across our nation is there vaccination hesitation. Do you like how I'm rhyming, by the way? Vaccination hesitation across our nation. I'm curious from your point of view. Uh, wraps on. Why, why, the, why the hesitation? Well, I think it's it's obvious to me. It's logical. And it's funny you should ask, because I just explained this to a caller on another radio show I was on a, a little bit ago. Personally, personally I don't, I'm not afraid of the vaccine, but I also don't think anybody should feel guilty or shamed in any way if they don't want to get the vaccine. And the reason there's hesitation is because we've never done this before. I mean, we, you know, on the one hand, you have to give Donald Trump all of the credit in the world for for fast tracking a process through an emergency order, um, getting the private sector and the public sector, the, the FDA and, and you know, the bureaucracy to do something incredibly, incredibly fast. On the other hand, you have to, you know, not everybody likes to give them credit for that. They'd rather give them the blame for that for good reason. So we have this emergency. Um, we're trusting a lot of people, but we've never done this before in, with this kind of speed. People have a legitimate, not, not just a paranoia, a legitimate intellectual reason to question whether or not it's, um, you know, they, whether they want to you know, get vaccinated or have their children get vaccinated. I don't blame anybody if they don't want to do it. And I think that employers ought to be um, empathetic to that view as well as local governments and, and anyone else. Um, sir, I want to be respectful here, but I've heard some anecdotes uh, about people that had COVID, got the vaccine, and then passed away. And so... I guess my question to you is, do you want to comment on that? Number one. And number two is if you've gotten COVID and now you've got the antibodies, why are they still pushing the vaccine? So I don't know why they'd be pushing the vaccine when you've had antibodies. I will tell you this, uh, you know, as you know, I tested positive for antibodies. I, I ne I've never tested positive for um, COVID. Uh, and I didn't, you know, like test every week or every other week I tested couple of times when you go to the White House, you test or, um, you know, I think one other time when I was curious and uh, um, had never had symptoms. So I tested positive for the antibodies. And as a, as a consequence of that, I, you know, I didn't even consider the vaccine for a long time uh, because doctors I talked to said I, they doubt it would be a good idea to, you know, to get vaccinated when you, you already have the antibodies. <clears throat> and, and I have read some of the literature and uh, some of the, the views that say that if you if you have the natural antibodies, you probably have a better, you know, a better uh, antibody than you'd get from a vaccine. Um, some people, you know, well, let's put it this way. We don't know everything yet. Again, this is all still very new. So anybody that tells you they don't think that the, your antibodies are going to have permanent memory or the memory is only going to be for six months or 12 months, the, the reality is they really don't know. That's not to say they're 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 hypothesis is not based on education experience, but they really don't know. Um, but I also talked to some of those same doctors who, who said, you know, I would wait six months or I'd wait eight months or I'd wait four months, things like that. And I've heard doctors who also, um, you know, have had the, the, the antibodies who did choose to wait for the vaccine. So I think, you know, you, you can make your own best judgment. I think that nobody's judgment should be second guessed by somebody else because there's nobody that knows for sure what the, the best thing is. I personally believe that the the, the best, um, lowest risk, you know, 
best outcome scenario is be vaccinated. That's, you know, but that's just me. And I certainly don't believe that I can be, that, that I might not be, be wrong about that. It's incredible how quickly we've forgotten my body, my choice. Uh, let me ask you this, Senator. Uh, so they are now giving out incentives to get the vaccine. Minnesota Governor Tim Walls is going to talk about that later today. In Ohio, you can, I can't even say this out loud, you can get put into a million-dollar lottery ticket and win a million dollars. They just announced their first winner recently. Here's my question for you. Back in 2012, and then I'm reading now from the Department of Justice website, Walgreens pharmacy chain pays $7.9 million to resolve false prescription billing case. The settlement resolves allegations that Walgreens offered illegal inducements to beneficiaries of government health care programs, including Medicare and Medicaid. Now, the government is paying for this vaccine. Is there an argument to suggest that this is illegal for the government to be offering, quote unquote, inducements to take a vaccine? I suppose there's an argument that could be made. I'm not being a lawyer. I don't know. But I do have just a basic moral problem quite honestly. Um, so whether it's illegal or not, who, I, I don't know. But I just think, first of all, people aren't ignorant. People are not naive. Everybody knows that we were in a pandemic. Everyone knows um, that, that, you know, that there was a crisis. Everyone, I think everyone had a pretty good sense, you know, fairly quickly what the risks were. Um, it didn't take very long before we figured out, gee whiz, this doesn't really affect young people all that poorly um with occasional there's a you know occasional anecdotes here and there but by and large um and by the way that the greatest the greatest um really gift you can give is is complete transparency about all these things what percentage of, of the deaths for example happened in nursing homes what percentage of the illnesses happened to people at, at various age levels how much did does um, obesity. What role does obesity play in this? Oh, oh, you're not supposed to talk about that. You can, you, you're, you should have access to my my medical chart, but uh, you, you know, don't shame anybody. It, you know, I, I make, I'm trying to make the point that whether it's legal or not, I do have a little bit of a problem with these incentives. Now, I would say it's certainly better than a stick. It's, it's better than punitive action or shaming, but it's it's somewhat concerning. You bring up a great point about. Uh, the obesity piece. And we said yesterday and just a moment ago, like, okay, so we know that the morbidity rate is higher with people with obesity. And here we are giving away Krispy Kreme donuts. If you get the jab or yeah, pizza, no. I mean, it just, you're like, what, what are we doing? Um, I've got about a minute and 30 seconds left, sir. I'm going to get your comment on this in regards to, I'm sure you saw the story where the North Dakota department of health was making outgoing phone calls, inquiring about uh, people's immunization status. We've got somebody in Moorhead where the CDC was inquiring about their child's immunization status. Do you support that kind of outreach program from, from the North Dakota Department of Health? And, and what is going on here? I don't support it. And, th and this is why, Chris, first of all, we all have the right to say none of your damn business. And, and, that, and that's fine. But when the government calls and asks for information, highly private information, first of all, they say the IRS will never do that. <laughs> so why would we let the health department do that? I was immediately surprised by how easily the American public gave up liberty. I, and again, I, I'm not I'm not judging necessarily, but but how did we? And I, I I think that some of what the government's done over the course of the last year is because we because we were so easily um, when there wasn't very much known, and that's part of the fact, the, the the issue. Fear is often driven by the unknown, um, so you you, you know cut a, people a little bit of slack. But my goodness, did we quickly just acquiesce to whatever the government told us to do? Senator, that is the greatest line. I want to grab that and put that over every single social media 
channel possible because you you nailed it. And I think one of the most disappointing things for me, Senator, was where were our faith leaders? Yeah. They just completely said, well, we're going to put our faith in government, not in God. And they just completely acquiesced. So uh, thank you, Senator. I appreciate it very, very, very much. Just remember. Thank you so much to Senator Kramer for joining us earlier today. If you want to see all that conversation, very easy to do. Just go to our Facebook page. Also had a great conversation with West Fargo Mayor Bernie Dardis earlier today. We're going to play that for you. And as always, please share your point of view with us. Email us, text us, leave us a voicemail. We'll be right back.